Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be right here with me than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are using your phones towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. The meeting of the Inner Circle is intended to put us in a place and space where we are receiving consistent support and inspiration and motivation to be able to respond correctly and directly in any and every now moment towards that which is truly in our own best interest. To put us in a place where we have an understanding and an understanding that to serve that which is truly in our best interest individually is to literally be in a place and space where you are working in the best interest of everything and everyone. It is our now time to come to a point and place where we're decisive about what we want with the rest of our lives. We've seen how we've been marginalized, hypnotized, anesthetized, inebriated, intoxicated, violated, and just in a place and space where we are not really walking in the fullness of the integrity of the all that we were born to be as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of the absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal. It is beating our hearts and breathing us. And as quiet as it's kept, we are on on the planet, particularly to serve the purposes of existence itself, to exalt a full effort in our living, to be in a place where we are absolutely enthralled and appreciate loving and appreciating and gifting ourselves to life itself, to be in a place and space where we are truly realizing that we are the beneficiaries of the realizations, the revelations, the epiphanies, and all of that that we have gotten from those who've come before us, those through whom we've come, those who are sharing this now moment of eternity on the planet with us. And we are here to walk a stronger walk and to ensure the security, the immunity, the continuance in existence of the lineages through whom we've come and the ones that we represent. Now, as a result of being under a global initiative of depopulation and genocide that has been in effect for centuries, and we're now in a place where they have made it so-called mandate and mandatory for you to accept more poison into your system After being poisoned all of your life with the breakfast cereals, the cow's milk, the cheese, the eggs, the bacon, the pork, the sausage, the biscuits, all of the dead, this, dead, that, dead, the other, to come to a point and place where you're closer to death than ever before. But before you die, you're suffering, you're in pain, you're in disdain, you're on pharmaceuticals, on drugs, you have a bad attitude because you are missing the glory and what it is to be this point of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And that's why I do what I do in terms of reminding us that we are gifts to the planet and the life is our gift and there is no wealth that is greater than life itself there is no amount of money regardless of how fine the paper the ink uh, whose image is upon it no amount of coin that has ever been minted that has greater value than one beat of our heart or one breath that we take But it's been extremely difficult to really feel the wealth of ourselves when we have been robbed 
of the substance of ourselves, our platinum, our gold, our diamonds, our ores, all of that which is our ingenuity, our creativity, our capacity for exalted thought, exalted walk, being in the place and space where we are feeling the worthiness and the deservedness and the entitlement to all of the glories and the promises of God as we are these points of its own very presence. It's very difficult to feel that godly and to feel that righteous and to be that rightly aligned when we have been under the subjugation and domination of imperialism and colonialism and capitalism and idiocy and stupidity and warring and suppression and oppression and depression and all of this stuff for generations and we're calling the aftermath of it the violation the molestation the rape the misuse the abuse and all of that as generational curses and I'm saying whose generation should really be cursed ours who have been hoodwinked and bamboozled to think that life is ours to throw away because we have been under the influences of a system that has instituted suppression and oppression and depression and violation at the cellular level as that which has become common and popular activity in anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating, adulterating oneself through that stuff that they call food, which is the tool of our oppression. And to come to a point in place where we realize that we have the opportunity to do what other ones did not see to do, what they couldn't do, what they wouldn't do. And now as you are and have experienced so many of the ones that you love whittling away with cancer and heart disease and diabetes and strokes and this and that, and then to have these people manipulate a thing they call in the coronavirus as a pandemic when the pandemic was already the obesity, the heart disease, the heart attacks, the strokes, the dialysis, and all of this, and then we refuse to respond correctly and directly to being warned against. We want to have a conversation about the ball players and, and all of the entertainment, the things that are distracting for us, so much entertainment by the detractors and distractors. And it's not that there is no value in so much of the entertainment that we have the opportunity to partake of, but the reality of it is, is that what are we doing with our lives? What wealth are we bringing? How are we truly living? What do we really want with the rest of our lives? Particularly in a now moment where we realize that there is absolute law that governs existence. There is absolute perfection that is an inherent part of existence. Our bodies were designed perfectly and we have come from another realm of eternity into this realm for the purpose of self-actualization, self-realization, and coming to that place and space where we are really caring to walk in the fullness of ourselves, but unable to, can't harm hardly walk, can't hardly breathe, can't hardly do any of the things that were our natural gift and ability to do in terms of really caring for ourselves. And our being in a place and space where it matters to us 
to be able to care for ourselves because those of us who are men, the progenitor of lineages, and those of us who are wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, were destined to become men and womb men, the perpetuator and the progenitor of lineages of people. We should know how to feed. We should know how to care. We should know how to cultivate. We should know how to ensure the progression of us as a people, as a humanity of people. And this is across the board of, of all of the demarcations and the artificial lines of separation when there is only one absolute and supreme intelligence that is beating all of our hearts, breathing us, has gifted us so much of itself. And here we are in this now moment, paying more attention to those who have no regard for life, paying more attention to those who have no respect for life, paying more attention to those who are the mass manipulators, those ones who feel entitled to decide who lives and who dies. These people have no authority in our lives except you give it. And as a result of feeding from them, the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificial colors, artificial flavors, and all of this garbage that has constituted all of the sickness and the illness and the disease that has become popular in common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity has put us in a place where our education has just given us black face, brown face, red face under imperialistic, capitalistic stupidity to think that there's some supremacy in an idiocy. There is not. There is no supremacy in wickedness. There's no supremacy in being murderers and liars and thieves and bastardizers. There is no supremacy in your name being Gates or your name being Fauci or you coming from the lines of other ones who were supposedly royal, who were in a hell of a mess at this particular point in time for being co-conspirators with the depopulation of the planet. I'm just saying is that there is absolute law that governs existence and by virtue of the law, those ones who have sown the seeds of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood, as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, a path of prosperity, multi-trillion dollar industry and business commodifying Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures and the populace that these ones are destined soon to have a tragic date with fate. And now you're having the opportunity to make a decision as to whether you will continue to be dying in your living or living your life. Reversing these issues, coming to a point in place where you realize that that real eye that sees through your own very eye, that absolute and supreme intelligence that is beating your heart and breathing you, has gifted us the keys to eternal life, gifted us that which is solution to whatever the problems are, because the mind of man is truly the mind of God when man decides that he will walk in the exalted walk and be who he is as a beneficent to all of life itself, where wound man is determined and in the place where we realize that our duty, obligation, and responsibility is in the cultivation and nourishment, the exaltation of life itself, to know how to feed and, and heal. But it should not, we should not have have aborted the, our, our inherent duties and obligations in existence to have license certified certification and degreeing so that we can practice illness, sickness, and disease, managing it, not curing it, not healing it, acting as if there is no cure and there is no no uh, way to really reverse it. And there isn't as long as one 
decides to continue to be in violation of the primary laws of existence that says thou shalt not kill. And if thou shalt not kill, then thou shalt not eat of the flesh of that which has been killed, nor the body fluids of that which has been subjugated and dominated, nor eat of its progeny. And because this has been staple, and because we have corporate entities and deities of death, who are perpetuating this garbage all over the world, we are in a place and space where we have to realize that the power of the people is much greater than the edicts of bozos and those who are not quite as functional as our anuses. We need to be in a place and space where it really matters to us that we will stand on behalf of life. To come to a point where we want our lives individually as well as collectively to matter to be in a place where it is written upon the pages of time that we are the generations that turned it all around, that we regained our footing upon the path of life, that we were no longer complicit and complacent with the violation of other beings, that we begin to realize the oneness of existence and the oneness in being and to be in oneness, in attunement, in harmony with the intelligence of existence, the will of existence, the laws of existence, and that which allows us to dwell peacefully and purposefully and lovingly and reverently and respectfully and honorably and intelligently and creatively and dynamically and awesomely in the reality of life that is our gift. And there is no greater gift. There is no greater wealth. There is nothing that we can be given, beg, borrow, steal, be awarded or rewarded that is greater than who and what we already are but naked. And for those ones who have been so staunch in their belief that they have the right to be wrong, so staunch in their attitude of ingratitude to think that they were given the free will to kill themselves and that it's all right because you've got to die from something anyway. I'm just saying is that as a man or woman think it's so is he or she, but don't think that everybody is going to end up in the same place when we're not living the same life. We are on the same planet, but we're dwelling in different worlds by virtue of what it is we've come to really know. And there's a difference in knowing and believing because the knowing has its relevance in truth that we were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free but in knowing the truth we have duty obligation and responsibility to exalt the truth to live the truth to love the truth to be bathed in the truth of the divine intelligence the sanctity and the sacredness of life with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts to come to a point of realization revelation clarification epiphany and whatnot to realize that we are here for the purpose of self-realization self self-actualization, harmonization with the will of existence, the laws of existence, the love of being and consciously caring to be love in life. Because this is how we get to really stand when we're being counted out as useless eaters. 
And so the way that we think and how we identify ourselves matters. And so I'm the one who is really exalting the opportunity for us to come to a collective understanding and understanding, regardless of what hue of people we may be, regardless of what our ethnicity, our orientation, our sexual preferences, our uh, where we came through upon the planet. It doesn't really matter. We are all held by virtue of this absolute and supreme intelligence. We have all been gifted nothing but absolute and supreme intelligence. But intelligence does not live to kill itself. Intelligence exalts a full effort in its living, its loving, its being, its harmonization with with all there is because that's all there is. And to be on a planet that is a biospheric intergalactic spaceship with bodies that were perfectly and divinely designed for this cosmic journey and then have no regard and no respect for the divinity of it all, for the sanctity of it all, for the phenomenalness of it all, the miraculousness of it all. It puts us in a position where we miss ourselves. Puts us in a position where we don't have the wealth that we were really entitled to with each and every breath and every beat of our heart. We're losing our grip on living. Now the issue is that in the realm of eternity, if you die here, if you cannot get out that body alive, if you suffocate in all of that mucus and and um, alcohol and tobacco and acidity and artificial colors and artificial flavors and worms and bacteria and organisms and whatnot, if they really just, ooh, just suck your life dry, then where do you go when you are already in paradise? How do you manage in the spirit world when you did not acknowledge the divinity of being? and did not seek to truly honor and glorify the lineages through whom you've come. And so I put this forward for us to consider because there was a life expectancy for those who have been vaccinated with that shot. It's not a vaccination. It was a shot. It was a jab. It was a dose of something that you don't know, but it's nothing organic, nothing that's come from the earth, nothing that's going to oxygenate your cells, hydrate your cells, mineralize your cells, alkalize your cells, facilitate cellular regeneration, rejuvenation, and optimum immunity. It's not. It is intended to undermine your already compromised immune system so that the pre-existing issues that have crystallized in your tissues as a result of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, flour, sugar, pastries, pasta, glue that comes from flour and water in whatever form and whatever amount of salt or sugar you had in them. I'm just saying is that we should not be succumbing to an initiative that does not exalt our living, extend our lives, enhance our lives, our capacity for true thinking, and thinking should be creative. But to be in a place and space where we have given our capacity for thought over to someone else to think for you, and they're not even thinking clearly, 
not to realize that there is absolute law that governs existence and that which you do unto others shall be done unto you. And so we're in a place in space where the whole of humanity is being called to rise. We are in a place in space where we can no longer be free of sickness, illness, and disease as long as we're perpetuating the violation, the degradation, the subjugation of capitalization of other creatures and then feeding off of their body parts or just killing them for sport and game or just for the hell of it. You know, it's not going to happen. Why? Because justice is an inherent part of existence. And the justice that we're in and that we're seeing is the animal's justice. The cow's justice, the pig's justice, the chicken's justice, the fish justice, the shrimp, the crab, the crayfish, every living creature, the billions of creatures that humanity or those who are kind of human, those who have lost their humanity are supporting the violation of all of these other beings as if they had no purpose in existence other than to rot in your body. That was given to you to consecrate to purify, to hold sacred, and to establish the sanctity of it in acknowledging the perfection of it. We did not design ourselves, neither did Rockefeller or any of the other ones who feel as though they have the right to turn everybody into freaking commodities in a system of sickness, illness, disease, and death. And I'm just saying is that that stupidity, and we do not have to support it, and we do not have to participate with it, and to the degree in which we already have, then we can stop. How do you stop? You care. You care to walk the rest of your life in the fullness, in a growing expansiveness of your capacity and the gift of your being and and the legacy. And you say, oh, well, you know, my parents were alcoholics and whores and this and that and the other. I'm saying, well, you have to go beyond those ones because we got to go back several, 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 several generations. But I'm going to say the intelligence of existence is there first. And... Though we have had the experience of walking on the path of adulteration, dwelling in the ditches and valleys of degradation, having a travail within the valley of the shadow of death and the shadow of the valley of death, we can be completely cleared and cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified if we care. Now, if you don't care, then you're not going to accomplish it because in order to come to love... You must care. You must care to bring that which is yours to, to, to bear, to come to a place where you realize that we were all given gifts. And that gift was charged upon our DNA. But as a result of eating a bastardizing food, a bastardizing food that helps you to forget the divinity of your heritage and your parentage as a point of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. We are in a place in space where the clean Cleansing is needed. It's necessary. Because just changing the diet, you understand now we were already divided based upon gods that we worship, whether you were into Jah, Allah, Yah, Yahweh, Yahweh, Jehovah, Jesus, or any of the other ones. And I'm saying, who beats your heart and who breathes you? 
That's only one absolute and supreme intelligence that is beating everybody's hearts. And for all of those ones who ever walked in mortality and became immortals and ascended into the exalted realms of conscious immortality as as lords and lordesses and saints and saviors and gurus and, and mazas and mizis and the knowing ones and all of those ones, I'm just saying is that there is that which has perfectly and divinely designed them and set in motion the the progression of soulful evolutionary unfoldment and development beyond this planet. So we should be leaving the planet. We should not be dying and being buried in these in, uh, bodies and burned up in, in the crematoriums. I'm just saying is that we're in a place in space where we need to be serious about our living. Serious about our loving. Serious about our standing. Serious about being in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence whose intelligence is absolute and supreme and we are being called to align ourselves with it. You understand? And this is why I am consistently emphasizing the need for a daily clearing, cleansing, consecration, purification, because we were told to love that which beats our hearts and breathes us. Thou shalt love thy mother, father, creator, God, thy Lord, with your whole body, heart, mind, with all of your might. And that's to love oneself. That's to love the intelligence that is the animating force of all of existence. It maintains and sustains us. We lay our bodies down when we rest and we are resting in its ever embracing arms and whatever the issues are, you got to let it go. And in that period, we get a chance to experience what it is to be renewed and rebirthed and regenerated and our cells have the opportunity to be nourished and cleansed provided we were consuming that which was nourishing and cleansing but the amount of sickness illness disease that is laying foundation for the rising numbers of deaths and it has nothing to do with that which they're calling COVID now realize this these people never gave us a daily weekly bi-monthly bi-annual tally of people who were dying from anything Okay, and for the American Heart Association to tell you on their website that within the one year of 2016, you had over 868,768 people, 868,000, almost a million people to die in one year, 2016, from heart disease. But then they did not classify that as pandemic or the rising obesity and childhood obesity or the abortion rate. I'm just saying is that we are not here to follow those ones who are trying to control your life and not just control your life, but marginalize you, rob you blind. You understand? Because that's what, that's why we have so many ones homeless under the bridges and whatnot, because they gave so much of their attention and their time to the television, to the media, to Alcohol, tobacco, cigarettes, pork chops, hot dogs, hamburgers, apple pie, all of this stuff. Then by the time the Doritos and the Takis and all of this other artificial colors, artificial flavors, all of this cancer-causing stuff that's being marketed to children, we need to be in a place and space where we're really ready to rise. We're ready to raise completely up and no longer be complicit and complacent and co-conspirating with our own demise. That's the only thing that makes sense here. 
And to be in a place and space where you ain't trying to make sense, you're just trying to make some money. And I guess you'll need some money to pay your last expenses, to pay off your debts or whatever. But the reality of it is, is that we need to be in a place where we understand that the intelligence of existence is abundant. It is all pervasive. It fills all spaces. There is nowhere where it is not. We can have as much of it as we can handle. And to be supremely intelligent as a point of the supreme intelligence is is that which really aligns us with that which is truly our gift and our blessedness. Because it is really the truth of who and what we already are, but naked. We're in a now moment that is requiring us to pay attention to be intensely intentional in walking in the light of the truth of the all that we are, to take responsibility for the healing that needs to happen. But in order to facilitate the healing, particularly our global healing, there has to be a cleansing. And Mother Earth is going to do the best that she can because the volcanoes are activating as the waters are rising and because the ice is melting, because of all of the feces and methane in the water from the slaughterhouses and whatnot. I'm just saying, walk softly, America, or you will not be able to walk at all. Come soon. We're in a now moment of eternity where it is our time to show up and show out and be in a place and space where we care to live exalting life. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you again for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And so I'm always so very grateful and so thankful to come before these airwaves and though this couple of years now has been extremely challenging not being in the studio I still do quite a bit of messaging and invite you to really keep me in your ear as much as you possibly can because it matters what you pay attention to who you pay attention to and that you're paying attention to those who really are paying attention to that which beats our hearts and breathes us. It matters that we care to be rightly aligned with the forces of life, the intelligences of existence directly. It matters that we care to have leverage over a system of sickness, illness, disease, and death that has become multi-trillion dollar business and industry where everything has been commodified in terms of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures, and the populace of the planet. And so we're in a place where we have to realize that we do not have to participate with our own demise. And no matter how long we have been in the ditches and valleys of degradation, on the path of adulteration, no matter how much pain and anguish and suffering you've done, I'm telling you that when every atom and every cell of your being is completely charged with your overwhelming, all-encompassing care to be completely cleansed and healed, you can accomplish whatever you will because the spirit that you are is of God. The spirit that you are is greater than the impact and the effect of the chemicals when you will activate yourself. But if you don't care to activate it, then you don't have the benefit of being activated. And so it matters that we really 
have a desire, a wholehearted desire, an intensity of intention, a will, and an urge for more life, life abundantly. Because the intelligence of existence that constitutes the whole of existence itself, it fills all spaces, it's all pervasive, there isn't anywhere where it is not. Everywhere that we are, it is also, it dwells with us. It's beating our hearts and breathing us. It's designed us, divinely designed us purposefully so that our bodies are its temples for it is within these bodies that we have the opportunity to really have the closest walk with God. To be in the law of absolute love. To be in a place in space where no weapons formed against us. But when you are a detriment to yourself, and this is the impact and the effect of the behavior modifying chemicals that were the food and the food colorings, the FDNC, the Blue Lake, and all of the stuff that's in your Gatorade and your power drinks and your Kool-Aid and all of this stuff. And I'm saying are people who undermine themselves and particularly are people who undermine their children are people who are destined to have tragic dates with fate. There's no way to avoid it because the law is the God. You understand? And so what we activate from our own thought, from our own mind, from our own actions, from our own desires, it's going to lay foundation for you experiencing a harvest that is consistent with the seeds that you have been sowing. And so where we are now having to take more responsibility for what it is uh, that constitutes real fuel for us because that stuff that they call food has been weaponized to the degree to which it provides us no oxygenation, no hydration, no mineralization, no alkalization. It does not facilitate consistent cellular renewal, rebirth, regeneration, rejuvenation, and healing. So it's a non-necessity. So anything that you, uh, any money that you're spending on meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, flour, bread, rice, pasta, all of this stuff, it's really a non-necessity. Your body does not know how to utilize it. It's not life-giving. When you are consistently consuming that which can sit on shelves indefinitely, and we're not talking just uh, about seeds and nuts, Right, we're talking your rice and your potatoes, uh, your mashed potatoes, all of the stuff that's in boxes, all of the things that you buy, all your frozen things and whatnot. And I'm saying real, real food or that which we would refer to as food that we think is God made for human consumption. It is going to have a shelf life. It's going to rot. It's going to decay. It it reaches its state of optimum. Uh, value and nutrition for us and then if it, if we're not consuming it at that time it kind of deteriorates and we can put it back into the compost and it goes back into the ground and it gets reconstituted as soil broken down by all of the organisms but when you are really filled with organisms that are not intended to be in your body then you 
are having to really exalt and exert a full effort because those parasites, organisms, worms, and viruses, and bacteria, they have a mind of their own. They're completely intelligent. They know their food. They excrete their waste in your body. They uh, lay their eggs and perpetuate themselves, and they have sense enough to respond when they think that their lives are being threatened. And the way that we realize that our, our behavior has been modified is that you are complicit. People are complicit and complacent. And the complacency and the complicitness is evidence in those who are driving by themselves, wearing masks, covering their noses. I mean, what, the, what, what is that about? What's the point of that? You understand, those who are walking their dogs, running with their strollers and whatnot, with masks on. Now, they don't have masks on the babies and they don't have masks on the dogs. I don't know why they think that they can hug and kiss these animals and hug and kiss these babies and whatnot without a mask, but then you can't really have day-to-day living without a barrier between you and the breath that animates you, you and that which beats your heart and breathes you. I'm just saying, it's going to undermine and compromise the already compromised immune functioning. And so sometimes it takes people to get to a place in space where they really don't feel well before they really care to really feel well. You understand, sometimes people have to have tragic dates with fate and car accidents and all kinds of things before they take some time and slow down and get real about what really matters to them. Their loved ones, their wives, their children, you know. And so we get pulled out the game, get tucked over here, you understand, so you can have a period of reflection, a time out. It's necessary. And when people bunkered in place and sheltered in place and whatnot, they sheltered with all of the things that was contributing to the actual uh, pandemic, heart disease, the largest killer of all people. Abortion is the number one killer of, of Africans and black Americans. All right. And so we're just having opportunity to really now get clear about what you want. Do you want to see your children passing away prematurely from all kinds of issues? You understand? Are your children already having issues? Have you, you know, started them out chewing up flesh and this and that? Now that you know better, you can't seem to get them to do better because you were the one who set the precedent for them going and being poisoned in the first place and this is why we have to take parenting so seriously because it has become apparent that it is the parents that are the first line of offense and abuse in the lives of their families their children you spend 16 17 years with people and then it take you 60 years to get over the damage that was done i'm just saying we cannot continue on this way Because at at some point, we should want to be liberated from the ditches and valleys of degradation, liberated from from pain and suffering and medication and surgeries and butcheries, liberated from uh, feeling entitled to be sick, ill, and diseased, liberated from that, where you feel your entitlement to walk in the greatness of the one that you were born to be. That's where your blessedness comes from. 
you appreciate love and your appreciation. You understand when we are able to really just sit and be thankful. Be thankful for each and every breath. Be in a place where you're counting your blessings, you're focusing on your blessings becomes a moving meditation. You understand? Because what we focus on expands. We're talking about how the law actually works. We're not talking about the uh, lawyers and liars and legislators and all of these ones. I'm talking about law because man does not create law. Law exists. And nobody can break the law. Everyone will be held accountable and responsible to it. And that's where justice is an inherent part of existence. So the heart disease, the cancer, the diabetes, and the cancer is all cancer. Brain cancer, liver cancer, cancer, the lymph cancer, the uh, whatever, the prostate cancer, 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 is acidity, 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 acidity. Why? Because everything that you consume that is not fresh fruit and leafy green and vegetation is going to contribute to acidity. And after a while, you become so acidic that your cells do not regenerate well. Your connective tissue and your cartilage begins to deteriorate, be eaten away. And then that's what necessitates or what they think necessitates the knee replacements and the uh, shoulder issues and all these other things. So in this now moment, you have the opportunity to really make clear decisions about what you want. And you'd be wise to want the, the wealth of yourself. You'd be wise and quite intelligent to want to walk in the integrity of the intelligence that you are as a point of presence of an absolute and supreme being. It's like too much like right to want to be rightly aligned with the forces of life. And I'm saying this is our leverage over the lawlessness, the adulteration, the wickedness, the violations, the trepidation, the fear, the inhibition. We do not have to be complicit and complacent. We can make a decision and regardless of what we've done thus far, you're being able to forgive yourself and forgive everyone else. And you say, oh, well, I can't forgive these ones and I can't forgive those ones. I'm saying they don't care whether you forgive them or not. It doesn't affect them. It affects you. And so we want to be in a place where we realize that everybody, from the blackest black to the lightest light, whitest white, okay, everybody needs cleansing, renewal. Regeneration. Why? Because everybody is filled with the living spirit. And the spirit is either male or female or a combination of the two. But the spirit that we are, we're here to serve and exalt life. You understand? And these people have you in a place where you feel entitled to be serving death and killing and whatnot. Those people who work in the slaughterhouses and and do all of this damage to these creatures. I'm just saying your spirit has to be tainted because that is just completely antithetical to what it is to be human, to be part of a killing industry. And then the carcasses of that which is being killed is being served to people as food and children. And so let's, let's care. Let's go deep. 
Let's get to this place in space where it truly matters to us that we will walk a stronger walk, that we will care to be caring, not care less, care more, careful. Because in order to get to love, you have to know caring. To be considerate, to be reflective, to be repentant, to be thoughtful and mindful. And to realize that that's part of the blessedness of being human and being intelligent. I'll be forward in just a bit. Manga African Dance Incorporated is hosting auditions during the month of February to recruit talented, one-of-a-kind dancers just like you. These auditions are open to all ages and skill levels. Beginners, non-professionals, and professionals are welcome. The location is Little Five Point Center for Arts and Culture at 1083 Austin Avenue Northeast, Atlanta, Georgia 30307. The dates and times are as follows. African Dance and Tap will be Saturday, February 26 from 3 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. And Ballet, Modern Dance, and Jazz will be Sunday, February 27th from 3 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. The website is mangadance.org slash post slash auditions or 404-462-5723. This has been another public service announcement from your community radio station, WRFG Atlanta, 89.3 FM. And so our healing has to happen with our loving. And there's so much repentance that needs to be done. There's so much violation, and most violation against oneself, the smoking, the tobacco, the alcohol, the everything. You know, we have to forgive it and come to a point and place where we are really caring to release and let go of everything that does not serve our greater good. You got to sometimes let people go who are not ready to reclaim their lives and you trying to reclaim your life and then they're just trying to make it make it difficult for you, you know, harassing you, tempting you, laughing at you. You, you understand? I'm just saying, well, why be bothered? Because when it comes time for you to leave, you're going to have to make that journey into the spirit world or into the grave, wherever it is you're going. And you have to atone for what you've done because you had everything available to you. It's just about what we decided to focus on. And there are those ones who've become, you know, just in a place where we can't see how to really create. Everybody really has the right to food, clothing, and shelter. And any government, real government, should be the insurance of the right of the people to have that which is going to be consistent for their optimum cellular functioning. Okay, But in a system of oppression that has been instituted by those who were enslavers and rapers and rapists and murderers and thieves and just saying, okay, well, that's several generations back, but it's still in you. You're still creating. You're still 
not atoning. You still haven't created a greater way. It's just now, it's just everybody. It's not just indigenous ones. It's not just African ones. It's everybody that's affected by this. And so because it's everybody, because sickness, illness, disease, and death is so common that people don't see the aberration that it is, the trick that it is, the scheme that it is, the plot and the plan that it is. And so we're having to accept that we can do better and that there are so many ones who are doing better. And the, and the beautiful thing in, in terms of my vantage point in the world and what I see is that people are raising up all over the world, okay? I'm just saying, when it comes down to those ones who have been really marginalized, impacted and affected, where they don't have much, and still, in the light of not having much thing, they have more heart, more kindness, more soul than so many ones. And this is not everybody because we know that there are those ones who have taken on the traits and of their imperialists and colonialists and capitalists and whatnot, and they are no better because of whatever hue they are. And so this is why it's necessary for us to understand that there is no breaking the law. There is only law. And the fulfillment of the law is love. And love is the harmony of the truth that there is just oneness. And until humanity is no longer a threat to Mother Earth, Mother Nature, and all of her creatures, then, you know, the right to be continued in existence hangs in the balance for those who are on a fence that does not exist. You're either serving life or you're not. You understand? And sometimes we have the experience of, you know, doing both. It's like you'll have your salad, but then you'll put your eggs in the salad or you put your chicken in the salad. Or one day you're going to do your fruit and vegetation and next day you're going to do your ribs. And I'm just saying is that when you're on and off, you're actually off. Okay? When you're in and out, you're actually out. All right? Because the law is exacting. Your brain functions exactly Perfectly, Everything functions perfectly. And then we have not been properly educated and religiously trained to really respect God, order, life. It's a problem. It's a problem where you are not able to, to walk an exalted walk and give your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren benefit of seeing what liberation looks like in love, seeing what it's like to be able to create harmony from chaos, be able to see love triumph in every situation and circumstance because that's what we are committed to. And so many ones we've seen our grandparents and whatnot, oh, they stayed together, but they fought and they did this and he treated and they did that, and but they loved each other to death. And I'm saying the edict that we're being given is to love ourselves, ourselves, and one another to life. And I can guarantee you that there are no forces, no governments, no men, no matter what their status in life may be financially or culturally or ethnically or whatever, who can outthink the intelligence of existence. 
Now, everybody's been gifted intelligence, but everybody is not equal in their desire to walk in the integrity of the truth of the all that they are as points of supreme intelligence. And other ones are trying to prove their supremacy through creating idiocy and stupidity. You understand? Adulteration, inebriation, intoxication, and whatnot. And it doesn't benefit anybody. This is how stupid the people are. It doesn't benefit anybody. When you rob the people of the wealth of themselves, as if it is not written upon the pages of time, as if that does not constitute your legacy, that you will be accountable and responsible for when and if you're able to get off the planet and move into another realm of self-actualization or the possibility for atoning for your violations in this life. I don't know. I just think that where we are now, we need to really be caring to, to do this the way it needs to be done. Do it in the way that's making sense, not just money. Do it in the way that is guaranteeing the harmony amongst nations that men and women are not a detriment to each other you know sleeping with the enemy that we are not fighting and fussing but we're harmonizing we're loving we got each other's back I'm just saying we have to really understand how to be in God and you have those ones who don't believe in God and I'm saying you ain't beating your own heart and you're not breathing yourself you don't blaze the sun and you don't have the world spinning there is that which does and I call it intelligence of existence because it's intelligent enough not to be killing itself, undermining itself, and has perfectly and divinely designed us so that we, as these points of its own very present, have the opportunity to be harmonized with its will in its way, to come to a point and place where we are no longer under any kind of bondage, under bozos. <laughs> bozos, I don't care what their stature is. If you are thinking that there's some profit and some prosperity and undermining yourself and other ones, then I'm calling you bozo. And so doing that, which is truly in our own best interest, consciously caring, particularly sisters right now, because women are everywhere. Everywhere there is the wound man. There needs to be a point and center completely committed to the cleansing, the facilitation of the healing, the fresh fruit and vegetation or herbs and knowing how to care for the body. We should not be giving our body and our body parts over to whoever. Okay, I'm just saying that that ain't God. It ain't God. God ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> we need to be in a place and space where we really care to be reconciled and harmonized and realigned and reattuned in the divinity of our being. And to know that we are immersed in the infinity of possibilities. If these bozos can do all of the stuff that they do, not in anybody's best interest, then what can the rest of us do when we are completely aligned with Mother Earth and Mother Nature and the sun and the earth and the waters and the streams and the creatures? I'm just saying is that we get leverage because there is no greater wealth than that. The money is not greater than the trees. You understand the money is not greater than your body, your heart, your mind, or your bloodstream. The money is what it is. It's a tool. It's 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 a tool. We can have it. We can hold it. But what it don't give you life. And if you have no light, it only is going to complicate your issues. Because when you are not wise enough to invest in yourself and realize that your life currency is your gift, and if you take whatever paper currency you have and then buy and consume that which undermines your life currency, you are literally practicing impoverishment. And there will be less of you. 
as opposed to consistently more expanding consciousness, conscientiousness, being in a place where you are always, always out thinking, outwitting all of that. You understand? We should have been out thought a system that that supports our our demise. And so now is our time to get fully vested in investing and cultivating the truth of ourselves as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is so absolutely and supremely intelligent that it is, and so loving and beloved, that it's gifted itself to absolutely everyone. We ain't got to beat up people to get theirs. Everybody has it. And those of us who care to survive this, thrive in the midst of this, and then we have to care to be whole, to be healed, 360 degrees of love, light, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, power, and potency, and to know that we walk as well. You have other ones, they walk like royal, but they don't walk like they about to get a royal beat down, and they got as much turmoil and going on in, in those lineages as everybody else. I'm just saying is that we need to raise completely up and stop playing with it. <laughs> Be in the, in the mindset where you really know the duty, obligation, and responsibility you have to mature. And the maturing is your self-actualizing, self-realizing, and walking in the integrity of the all that you are as this point of the presence of the absolute. 